Newsbreak podcast. At that time, I was gone hysterical. She was in the house and she wouldn't go anywhere. I mean, she's 11 years old. I started screaming her name. It was like a space of like three, three minutes. Three minutes from opening my mother's door, hearing, you know, her door open to us, opening our door. And she was gone. It was an ordinary Sunday evening. 11-year-old Anne, not her real name, quickly popped into her grandmother's home, which is on the same fenced property where she lives. Within minutes, her mother says she was nowhere to be found. The guy that grabbed her, took her in the back seat, with him alone. He grabbed her by the mouth and the neck and he pulled her over my hand. He was still holding her a mouth and a neck you know, and covered her eyes as well with his hands. Her hands and her legs were free. Lucky for her, the other two occupants were in the front. She says she hit and kicked and she kicked the driver because when she kicked the driver, the car swerved and the guy that was holding her tight let go of her. When he left her mouth and her throat, she felt that the door had not and she, she ran into the bush. She was wearing black, so they couldn't see her. Thankfully, Anne had her phone in her pocket when she was taken and was able to communicate with her mother. Then I asked her to send me a location. When she sent me a location, it went somewhere overseas. She sent me a, like a picture. And I said, I don't know where this is. Then she told me she's somewhere in 240. I don't know where 240 is down the road. So I said, my husband, she's somewhere down the road. I said, are you alone? She said, I jumped out of a moving car. Anne was found by a woman who recognized her from the community. When she found my daughter, my daughter was covered in grass and sand from head to toe. And in fact, so she basically dusted my daughter down and said, you know what? Don't worry, baby. I know where you stay. I will take you home. By that time, my son saw his sister. He told me, mommy, mommy, I got her. I got her. But he said, you burst into tears. I was so scared. Anne sustained no serious injuries other than bruises and scratches. However, her mother says Anne had to be sedated since Sunday night due to the trauma. She says her daughter's life was saved because she knew basic self-defense. I fought my child's self-defense and I was lucky that the perpetrators did not jump in left and right hand side of her. They only jumped in from one side. So only one person was holding her in the back. I was lucky that God had his hands over my child. Otherwise, my child would have been another statistic of a rape or a murder. I don't think any parent would want to see that. Anne's mother believes her family had been watched. She says in hindsight, she recalls a white car monitoring her property. She said it was a white car and we did see a VW Polo. Two weeks prior to this happening, we saw the car going past very slowly. First it was one male, the second time it was two, very slowly. And we didn't think, because there's a lot of people in our neighbourhood, but we didn't think they were basically watching us. Police have confirmed that a case of kidnapping has been opened at the Bayview Police Station. While the case is under investigation, leader of the Trafficking Hub South Africa movement and activist Romita Hanuman Palay says human trafficking is a major concern in the country. She says there are various reasons why people are trafficked. So many trafficking victims are trafficked for various purposes. Some are used for sexual exploitation where they are forced to become prostitutes. Other kids are used to become street beggars. Some are forced to perform criminal activities. Some even have a quota where if they do not meet a certain amount or gather a certain amount of goods or money within those criminal activities and they will get punishment. Others are trafficked for labor. Some are even trafficked for organ removal. According to the 2021 Trafficking in Persons report, South Africa has been downgraded to Tier 2 on the watch list. 
Tier 2 represents countries whose governments do not fully comply with the U.S. Trafficking Victims Protection Act's minimum standards, but are making significant efforts to bring themselves into compliance with those standards. Hanuman Palay says since the implementation of the 2013 Prevention and Combating of Trafficking in Persons Act, the country has made significant strides, particularly in the prosecution of offenders. However, she says educating the public is key to combating human trafficking. I would encourage people to pay attention to their social media, read up on human trafficking, educate yourself. You could be next, your child could be next, your sister, your brother, your family member could be next. So I would encourage everybody to please be vigilant, especially when posting on social media. Predators are waiting. That's where they sit and look for vulnerable uh, people, you know, people that tag their locations, post up pictures of themselves, post up pictures of their kids. This is very dangerous. Meanwhile, police spokesperson Colonel Tembeka Mbele has encouraged the community to immediately report missing persons cases to police. We always say that there's no waiting period. There is a tendency of this community. They start by looking for the person before they report to the police. So our advice is always that you must immediately report because if they report immediately, we form up a team and we involve all the assistance, including the K9 unit and other investigative aid. News break. Lotus FM, powered by SABC News.